What's up, y'all? It's Jeff Cobb, and you're listening to Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show on Social Suplex Podcast Network. You're listening to the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show. Listener discretion is advised at all times. Thank you once again for downloading and listening to another episode of the Ricket and Clive Wrestling Show, part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network, support for which is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, and they obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. My name is Clive, and due to, I won't say COVID, but dodgy something... Uh-oh. Uh, due to some dodgy symptoms that are roughly closely related to COVID, a certain Ricky won't be joining us tonight. Um, he's waiting on test results back tomorrow. He's probably not wanting me to divulge, divulge this personal information. But it's too late, it's out there now. Uh, someone who has recently passed a test is joining us this week. Well, he's not passed a test. Um, returning to the show, Barry, how are you, sir? Yeah, I'm doing well. Thank you very much. <clears throat> Thanks for having us back on the show. That's all right. A clean bill of health. Yes, all negative. And um, best wishes to our friend Cliff. If he returns very soon. Uh, I'm not. Well, I'm not Cliff either. I'm. Who you then? This must be the wrong show. <laughs> no, all the best, to Ricky. Uh, hope to see you soon. Right. All the best, Ricky. We'll speak to you next week. Uh, we will get back to the best, of the worst ever fantasy pay per view series. I promise you. And Darren, if you think we're just giving you dogs abuse, we're not. We do intend on continuing this series. You've not just been left out in the lurch here. So this week, with the change of plans, uh, mildly short notice, we thought, "Feck it, let's get some listener interaction on the go." And we're going to do some listener questions. We've got some listener questions from a couple from WhatsApp, personal ones. Um, most on Twitter and maybe one or two top secret ones from the DM department so if we've got time to read the DM ones out we will Barry I'm just going to get straight into it yeah yeah. you've not read these questions I imagine no I, I wanted to come across as one of these sort of professional pundits so I'm not yeah one of these Sky Sports things you know so. <laughs> Jim White here Right. Um, so yeah, let's let's go. Okay, this is from Rab Ropes. Shout out to Rab Ropes. Um, do you have the book? What are you doing with Mister Money in the Bank? You have the book, Mister Money. Um. I'll go for B. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you have the book, what are you doing with Money in the Bank? No, Mr. Money in the Bank. Mm. So, Otis Redding. So, as in, I've got the briefcase. Uh-huh. What are you, what's, what are we going to oh, do? So, 
But I do if I was in charge of the storyline, is that what you mean? <laughs> um, if I was really brutally honest, I would go back in time and pretend I never won it, actually. Um, <laughs> because I, I actually have no idea how they'll do it now. Um, mainly because of what's happened recently, really. Uh, well, before that, it was going to be an issue, but I think it's become worse now because... Well, to start off, WrestleMania, Roman pulls out. Goldberg drops to Braun. Braun just recently drops to The Fiend. Then The Fiend drops to Roman. So there's your WWE Universal title lost its prestige in the space of six months this year. So Roman, I would expect to now have a long run with it. Um, So unless they're planning some sort of Mr. Kennedy, was it Damien Sandow? Who who was it? Not even that. Baron Corbin failed cash-ins. Um, I, I can't really see any other way around it. Not, unless there's maybe he gets involved in some sort of storyline with somebody that he loses it. Uh-huh. Um, but I just really cannot see him. I mean, if Roman had the title, say he's going to have it to at least Mania. I could not see him cashing in at Mania, to be honest with you. So, um, I other than being really harsh and saying I would take it off him, I can't really put my finger on what to do with him. Uh, there's, uh, you had The Fiend and Braun Strowman, and now you've got Roman Reigns back. So if Otis Dozovic was to cash in, it would look it would look uh, like pinning the tail on the donkey, but you're not even in the same room as the board that the donkey's on. That's how sort of out of place Otis would look in that picture. Mm-hmm. And I can understand why they did it at the time. I was rather amused by the whole ordeal, but looking back or looking forward, it was a very bizarre choice in the long run. Realistically, I think it would be best to either they use it for the tag champs because I think the heavy machinery do have some, they've got some meat behind them, no pun intended there. I think they've got enough to sort of be somewhat credible in the tag team division or if you want to keep going with the Mandy and Otis thing give it to Mandy and take it for there and see if Mandy wants to cash in on the women's title she didn't have the best of showing on SummerSlam with Sonya Deville so I think she's still got a bit of work to do there in terms of just looking as if she's bothered for a start but we'll take that away from her last week because of the whole court case carry on that was happening but either of those two options, I would say, or the worst case scenario would be for him to lose it and he tries to cash in in Roman Reigns and Roman Reigns just says, get to, mm. hit some of a few chairs and wrecks everyone and leaves. So do you think they would allow him to cash in and all? One of the other ones? Nah. Um, mm. I, I don't think they've said officially that it's for the world title. Could be right. Could be. Nah. You cut officially. Uh, I don't know what, what we said. I thought. Oh, um, oh, Skype issues, right? I, I said I don't know if they officially had the world title as the only prize you could win. You can't hear a word I'm saying, can you? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back right after these messages from. Season, I think. And we're back after some technical difficulties. Sorry if that sounded jarring to your ears, as it has been to us. Um, we're going to move on to some Twitter questions. And Actually, hold on. Uh, because we got caught off, I was going to say that was an interesting point you made. Imagine he did hand it to Mandy. Uh-huh. 
Um, and this was this would be back in the day when, well, pretty recent. I suppose it's not that much this year storyline wise, but we actually had interesting storylines in WWE <clears throat> when they like to do building things. But picture this scene: Otis hands it to Mandy. Mandy cashes in the money in the bank, wins the title. As they're celebrating, she low blows Otis. And I mean, massive few turn and F you. What a, what a screw job that would be. That would actually be very good. Mm-hmm. I'll be tightening up that to Vinnie Mac tonight. I know. So um, ladies and gents, you've heard some really good booking there oh. where Mandy has been presented as a babyface for a few months now. And all of a sudden, she's just used Otis that whole time to get what she wanted. And it's Strong yeah. Slam 2021, you're going to have Mandy versus Otis. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, that sounds great. Uh, excavator on a pole match. Okay. <laughs> this is from, uh, never too sure about the credibility of this Twitter account, but it's Mark Elite, at Mark Elite AEW. Did you see me in the Thunderdome? And uh, Well, considering all I have of you, is that you're a picture of the AEW belt? No. <laughs> and what's your favourite Kenny Omega match from this year? Uh, this guy's he's a bit of a troll. He likes to he's basically an AEW mark in a stand. So just to piss him off, if you're listening, my favourite Kenny Omega match was one where he lost. Alright, prick. Mm-hmm. Right. And I won't answer since I've I i do not watch it, so there might be one or two AEW questions in here and I'll I'll uh, I'll hold the fort for you there, friend. Good. These are two questions from Muzza at Murraybone44. It's from Ayrshire, Barry. Hello, welcome to the show. Drew, Drew County. <laughs> Drew County, aye, Drew Country. Mm-hmm. Um, how have you two been doing this week? Ah, I'm, I'm fine, mate, yourself. <laughs> uh, I have been, I have the cold. It's not the COVID because I have more snot up my nose than coke up Shane McMahon's nose, and that's a lot of snot. <laughs> Um, and the PWI 500 came out this week, Barry. I'm sure you saw that news. Um, I did, yes, uh, yeah. Um, Muzza is asking, where was Danny Hodge in the PWI top 500? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was actually, believe it or not, 601. He missed out. Surprised. I know, it's a shame. Uh, I never read it, no, did you? What, the PWI? Mm-hmm. No, I just know that the, I'll just tell you in the next question actually uh, I know who was number one for the blokes That's all I know Alright So this is a message from at Sir underscore Samuel Shout out to our Australian friend Sam, how you doing sir? So the first question By extension, thoughts on John Moxley winning the PWI 500 Do you have any thoughts Barry? You've probably not seen much of Mr Moxley since he left the WWE. Um, I've seen brief bits actually as, as recent as um, Sunday night. Mm-hmm. It was on ITV4. Um, still very good in the bike, still very good in the ring. So, um, slightly surprised he won that, to be honest with you. But uh, you'd maybe, maybe change my mind a bit more, uh, Clive. Well, this whole PWI thing comes into disrepute many a year because it's one of those kayfabe awards. So they base mm-hmm. it on like sort of television and like storyline accomplishments and all that stuff. So John Moxley getting it, I can understand because he's been the longest reigning AEW champion as far as I'm aware now. Um, his move to from WWE to AEW was a big deal. 
he's always been booked quite strongly. So if they're doing these ranked records and all that stuff, then he's going to be high up the the win rankings. But there's also the fact that he's been in New Japan as well. He's won quite a few matches. He's the current United States champion for New Japan. Obviously, he can't defend it at the moment because of the travel restrictions. But over this, over two high-profile companies, he's been booked very strongly, won a lot of matches, and he's a, a prominent figure. So, while I personally wouldn't agree with him, <coughs> I can see why he's number one, especially for a kayfabe thing. So, mm-hmm. no, uh, I can't see anyone else beating him, basically, is what I'm trying to say. And the second question from Sam is, who is the top member of The Shield in 2020? So, um, I'm, I'm going to first take Roman out of the equation here, because, okay, he's kind of set the header alight the last couple of weeks, but he's been missing missing in action for f- six months, four, five, six months. It's many I sir. April, May, aye. Five. Say we're on to the fifth month now since it was the beginning of uh-huh. April. So. I mean, he could go on and do some big shit in the next few months, but I just think, we we've sort of talked about his accomplishments there. I would rather he just stopped moaning about WWE all the time. It's just... Nah, it's letting him down. Maybe I can't really comment because I've not seen much of him, but all I would say is... He must be one where WWE have regretted going anyway. I could just tell from the, the minutes worth his uh, contract signing all night um, where they must be regretting that he's going. But maybe it's not best for me to comment, but I've not been a big fan as, as, as many through the pandemic for the WWE. However, one shining light of it, and since the start of the year, since he brought the Messiah storyline for me, Seth Rollins has totally changed his game for me. Last year he was going through a baby run, baby face run, but I actually didn't mind at first. And then I realised, you know what, he's really, really much better as a, a heel. So, uh-huh. um, again, it can't be faulted. He's, he's, he's up there in top five uh, wrestlers, and I mean, in ring action. He gets a lot of stick for his mic work, but I actually don't mind it. Especially as a heel. His heel, aye, 100%. Um, so no, he's he's a total change of character for me. So if I was to base it, it would be him for me. Um, but maybe if I watch more AEW for his mic work and in ring stuff, Ambrose. Uh-huh. But no, I'll, I'll say Seth Rollins because as he says, Roman Reigns he could still do something spectacular over the, the the last half of the year. But we're well into the half of the year now, so it would need to be really uh-huh. special for him to do something. Uh-huh. I think we, if it's out of. Moxley or Rollins there would be bias in my answer in saying Rollins um, Moxley has taken on quite a few big beasts though and that's always something you need to take into consideration but it's just I feel as if he's at his most popular when he's moaning about WWE it's like can you just please Can and this isn't always his fault it's the interviewers and the journalists going to ask him a different question uh-huh. going to ask him about what his thoughts are of AEW going forward Ask him what about? I know. Is like that, WWE's in the past now. Aye, it's over a year ago. In fact, eighteen months mm-hmm. ago he left, and folk are still pestering him with questions about it. So, fucking just leave it be, and maybe Mister Moxley's happy to move on, and then I'll be able to sort of just watch him without waiting, waiting to see what else he's going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, with Rollins, 
the Monday Night Messiah stuff's been excellent. The music's terrible, though, I have to say. It's grown uh, on me. It has, it has grown now, I must be honest. Uh, sounds very like Bailey's, do you think? And Bailey's sounds very much like The Rocks, believe it or not. When he had that. Oh, yeah, when he had that. Uh, the slow one? Was, the helicopter. Oh, <laughs> And it's, if anything, if there's been any positive from it, it's that uh, Buddy Murphy's a big deal. I've always been Aye. a big fan of him yep. from 205 and parts of NXT as well. So he's clearly a lackey, but he's a lackey that gets an awful lot of TV time and he's involved in plenty of matches, tag matches. It's interesting enough that his explosive moveset sort of like, oh, wow. But big Buddy Murphy's at it again. So that's been a highlight. Um the whole stuff with Ray, okay. The eye for an eye. Overdone. Aye, it's getting there now, definitely. It's overdone. The eye for an eye stipulation is bizarre, but the match itself I thought was excellent. So oh, aye. He's, he's delivering on the mic, he's delivering with these stories, and he's delivered in basically all of his pay-per-view matches. So um, Rollins, not even out of the shield, he's been one of my favourites from 2020 in general. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely. So, next question. Oh, right. I'll leave that one now. I'll come back to it. What was your... This is from Paul Tolley from Five Nerds Go and the Badlands podcast at Rain Counter. What was your ultimate euphoria moment in wrestling? That's a big one. I've got my... I've got two answers. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's one of the ones you could easily do a top five of that. I know. Um, if you want time to think, I'd be, I can... I'd, I'd be better asking you first because right. I, couldn't, I couldn't have a top one. <laughs> well, I would say the first one that I can remember thinking my word was Backlash 2000, the rare occasion where Channel 4 in the UK had the pay-per-views. So that's I watched right. it quote-unquote live. <laughs> Certainly not a minute, uh, certainly not an hour or two over. And then, oh, this flipping. Captain Covid's wanting to join the conversation, ladies and gentlemen, so I'm just going to add him. I can't be bothered thing me in. Uh, what was I saying there while I do this, Barry? Aye, so The Rock, basically The Rock, yeah, beating, sorry, the Rock beating Triple H at Backlash 2000. That was the first one. And mm-hmm. I've had many exciting moments in wrestling over the years, things that have made me go wow, things that have made me go way. <laughs> but that night, when Triple H came out of the ring, came out of the, the stand, attacked Roman Reigns, then went into the ring and attacked Seth Rollins and made Kevin Owens the Universal Champion, I I was cycling to that work, work that morning and I was so happy and so excited I could have easily just cycled into a river. I would have been fine doing that. Uh, go on again, your conversation. It's probably because I was adding someone in who's decided to... Oh, he's, he's not even got his microphone on. This fella. So basically, Kevin Owens and The Rock winning at Backlash 2000. Those are my two euphoria moments. What about yours, Barry? Um, as I said, that's a toughie. You can't have just one, I don't think... Um, I mean, there's several. You begin. You could go back to late nineties. Um, 
stone cold in the ring with Mike Tyson. I mean, this was another before seen stuff. Uh, the first sort of time I thought, I don't know the difference of this in life or what, you know, what's going on here. And that was huge. Uh, that moment when Shane McMahon told Vince there's a McMahon's name on the WCW contract. Nice. It's not the McMahon you're thinking of. <laughs> um, I was always a big admirer of Stone Cold Returns as well, even though if you didn't like him, you'd say they overdone that. I could never get sick of it. It was never overdone. Was it Backlash as well? Was it the same? It was. Backlash? Yep. You were talking about there? Appeared, and he was just wrecking everybody with chairs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, um, he basically made Pat Patterson just, about half a foot shorter that night. He just couldn't stop it before with chairs, and it, it, it moved. Um, so I honestly couldn't pick out one huge moment. There's just several. John mm-hmm. uh, Michaels super kicking Hulk Hogan as well. That's mm-hmm. the moment my, my childhood died. <laughs> childhood <laughs> favourites just exploded up. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, so no, good question, but I'm. Um, I'm glad I can ring off a few. I don't have a, you know, top moment. That is a good question, but it's a hard question. So, uh, Captain Corona. Good evening. Aye. <laughs> How you doing, mate? I'm all right. Good evening. We're going to lock down again tomorrow, so happy fucking days. I know. When we record this, this will be us back in lockdown. You as well, Barry, correct? <laughs> You're in Eastern Bartonshire? Um, no. No, I'm not in North Lanarkshire, so... Was East, was East Tenants and Eights celebrating, you know? Was East and Bartonshire one of them? Oh, no, it was East Renfrewshire. Uh, no, because East, uh, East, East, East and Bartonshire East was, uh, Clinton. Mm-hmm. Clinton's East, East and Bartonshire. And speaking of Clinton, welcome to the show. Hello, we've got a run, another one in. <laughs> so, Ricky, since you're with us now... Uh, what was your ultimate euphoria moment in wrestling? Uh, Come on, you should have been I've prepared. Not even, I've not even looked into these questions. Good. Um, maybe the milk yeah, truck yeah, moment. The what moment? The milk truck. Ah, right. I'm trying to... Because obviously it's difficult to describe what you feel about nowadays is pure euphoria as opposed to like oh that was a good match thank god he won um, I will say when John Cena returned to the Royal Rumble was quite a big mark out moment which I didn't think it was ever going to be because I think it was such a surprise um, the one at Aye. MSG I think mm-hmm. I watched, Aye, that was huge. I watched that with um, you didn't I did you mm-hmm. oh I remember that because you were just like who is it here can't, can't be uh, I, was, I was shocked, shocked and appalled. Yeah, <laughs> appalled. No, I'd maybe go to the milk truck moment, um, just because it was, it was quite funny, um, and like I said, I've almost a parody of Austin's beer truck moment. Okay, good, good answers so far. Um, now I mentioned earlier on that we might have some questions privately sent to some DMs. I can't comment on the veracity of these, but these were sent to us. Okay, so this is from at Roman Reigns, right? <laughs> it says, "Who do you think of when you hear Cardi B's song WAP, and why is it Vicky Guerrero?" I don't know what that means, guys. Who the fuck sent that? It just says. <laughs> it just says at Roman Reigns. Right, I know who exactly who that was, and 
Do you? I don't uh, know. Can I can every Sorry. Yeah, I, I mean, when I hear when I hear WAP, Vicky Guerrero is the last thing that comes into my fucking mind. Well, I've only really kind of discovered what WAP means. I'd rather, I'd probably be thinking more about Eddie Guerrero than be thinking about Vicky. <laughs> Are you aware of what uh, a WAP is, Barry? I'm not. No one like me. Well, wet ass pussy. Oh, thank you, <laughs> No. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> have, you done all the, have you done all the Twitter questions? I've done some of them. Have you done Josh's question? No. Yes. Uh, there's still a couple of DM questions here, but I'll sort of leave them just now, because that was a bit of a, a shock to the system, that one. So, this at Roman Reigns guy, he'll need to get a grip of himself. <laughs> <laughs> right, this is from our friend It's Ray Cash, who by the way I recently wrote a column with a col- a collab collab. How do you say that word? Collaboration. Collaboration. Um we looked at top uh, not top ten, but ten big missed opportunities by WWE. And that's on I've the... seen that article well. I never read it, but I, I meant to read it because it seemed pretty good. Aye. It's like a sort of conversational back and forth between the two of us, uh, looking at 10 things that we think, why the hell didn't they just pull the trigger on that? Mm. Right, so Rance has got a couple of questions here. It's the WWE draft, and you're in charge of NXT's draft room. Who do you draft to NXT? And it has to be Raw or SmackDown, and you have to have three acts. So if you're putting a tag team that has that counts as one. Mm-hmm. So who would I put? If I was in charge of drafts now, it's got to be three from each wrestling. Uh, no, I think it's just who would you put down in NXT? Oh, from uh, all right, cool. Um, <clears throat> I don't know whether I would go for people that aren't getting used properly at the minute, or just a pure wow factor um, or who would be best suited to NXT <clears throat> um, hmm, interesting I think to be honest with you I wouldn't mind seeing another Kevin Owens run NXT to be honest I know there was talk at one point um, but I feel like I don't know if there's a reason behind it this just seems as if they don't really was kind of stagnant in his character a bit. I don't really know. One minute it's as if he's going somewhere, then the story just dies all of a sudden and fades away. So I would say Kevin Owens would be one. It's a good try. Um, maybe. I think if I, if I was to pick, maybe I would go for a tag team. And she said that would count as one, doesn't it? So, uh huh. Aye, that uh, counts as one. Imagine with um, I don't know who it is that's injured is it G or Jimmy Uzo but imagine if when he came back they sent them back to were they any other than next year I don't think they were actually no they weren't because they've been about for 10 12 years now so uh, aye I would send the, the Uzos there because they need when they come back together anyway they need freshened up because they basically just compete for the tag titles every week <laughs> I know <laughs> I know what else can you do as a tag team but I suppose that's true very limited but, and it feels like they've been um, on Smackdown specifically forever aye aye that's true maybe even send them I don't know Did they, were they in Rock 1 at any point 
It's just something Vince McMahon for I don't, a decade now. So. The last time I remember him on Raw was when it was um, the Bloodline versus AJ Styles and co. Oh, aye, aye. That's right. It must have been... That was 2016, though. Mm, I wonder if they actually lasted longer than I'm thinking here, but it's just one of the on-the-spot moments. I can't really think if they had been on it for longer, but... Um, third choice... Go for a woman. Women, uh, this was, was actually like Um I would send back, just because I don't know if she's injured at the minute, I don't have a clue to do with her, uh, Ember Moon. I think she is injured, like, was... apparently it's um, not looking good at all. I think, I think she's done. Uh, I think uh, she's done. Achilles heel or something like that. Oh, God. So let's scrap that idea then, if that's the case. She was chasing um, chasing the 24-7 title and she fucked her ankle or her heel. Oh, God. <laughs> I know, that is an oh, God moment. So then just scrap that idea then. I would send back... Uh, I was just about to say something else and it's went away from me now. Um, probably send back... Actually, what would happen is... Um, Bailey and Sasha Banks fight for the title and the loser goes to NXT. Because they'll end up splitting up anyway. So, so one of the two. That's That'd a biggie. Be exciting. Then the ratings would be absolutely pummeling AEW every week. <laughs> so KO, the Usos, and Bailey just fresh things up. Oh, Sasha Banks team. Ricky? Ricky? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would go with KO as well. Mickey James from a female. Right. And Mustafa Ali. That's a, such a good shout. <laughs> so I'd put, I would put Mustafa Ali there anyway. Uh, I think I think I'd love to see him on two two five on NXT. I think he'd be absolutely fantastic down there. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should see him wrestle every single week against real good wrestlers as well. Um like the guy's just a a massive superstar and you're just not utilising them properly so I'd love to see him in NXT and I've, I've always says I've never been one of these people when like oh so and so needs to leave WWE and blah 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 if anyone if I could have my choice for anyone who leaves WWE just to go anywhere so you could see him all the time and be treated properly it would be Mustafa Ali I don't I don't mind the well I do mind that he's not being used <laughs> <laughs> so it's just oh, you, you took a snapshot of the Skype video call and know, it caught me at a very opposite op- so it caught me at a very stupid looking moment so that's why I'm I don't know you could see that <laughs> <laughs> oh dear god I, I was trying to change because I was dead beyond that I was trying to change it about but it never worked so um, Mustafa Ali not being used doesn't annoy me, but I'd rather he wasn't quite petty about it on Twitter because that's not going to get you any favours moaning about it on Twitter. You think he's moaning? I think he's just trying to channel it into a positive way. I think there's a difference between him moaning and some of the stuff you see other people moaning about. There's there's been a few times where he's quite clearly um, a bit pissed off. But I think him more than... Your Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder, etc., should be pissed off because see at the end of the day, like guys are bitching and moaning your Mike Kennedy and stuff like 
there's a reason why yous aren't getting used because quite frankly yous are pretty fucking garbage yep. this guy when or when when allowed to show it is one of the absolute very very best wrestlers in that company like pound for pound as good as anyone and like you say he, like, he could be like like such a excellent baby face if you wanted hell even if you wanted to be like a, be a pure piece of shit dig into his police Back, uh, go into his police background and turn them heel and start saying no no the police are good and so, like, I wouldn't do that necessarily because he's one of the few guys that seem to be genuine uh-huh. um, like, I think yeah, I, I, I think there's a difference between him moaning and other people moaning because if he's moaning it carries weight behind it I think So he seems to be doing it to help his character I, think. I don't think there's anything mm-hmm. like real life with his I think he's just started out to be noticed and hoping he'll get a push from it Hopefully one day. So I've, uh, for my picks down to NXT, due to the recent tragic disbanding of the Iconics, I would um, put Billy Kay down in NXT, purely because I watch NXT more than I watch Raw or SmackDown, and I thoroughly like Billy Kay for many reasons, which shan't be discussed on the podcast. Um, disbanded? What do you mean disbanded? Uh, oh, have I just spoiled some of Raw for you? <laughs> Yeah, I've not seen Raw. That would explain why that um, he had a heartbreak. Ah, right, okay. Aye, that makes sense because they put a heartbreak on Twitter or something. So. It was done a bit differently. It wasn't a case of someone got screwed over. They they lost a match and they had to split up. Oh, I know. It is a sin. Uh, so, Willa Kay and NXT, just for some comedy value, another value. Uh, <laughs> for the tag teams, let me think. Honestly, I would send the Viking Raiders back to NXT. Or the Viking ah, experience, sure. whatever they've done. Um, just let them do what they were doing before and run rough shot over folk. Have tank matches, <laughs> fling them in a war games now and again. Just bring them back to see them do some wrestling. 30 minute <sighs> beast matches. And for the men, for a sort of, rather than this is developmental, this is a, it's a choice of the wrestler to go back to do something different because this person has been in my opinion doing what he wants for the last few years and seems to be probably quite happy with his employment I would send Daniel Bryan back down to NXT uh, and you would get okay. about what, 18 months, 2 years worth of bangers at takeovers yep. yeah is he not a Smackdown sort of creative as, appar- creative team at Smackdown or apparently aye apparently it's probably quite hard for me to do that, but I suppose I could just... Yeah. Right, kind of... Kind of what, sorry? Uh, I was going to say, he's kind of coming away for the full-time scene now anyway, so... Mm-hmm. He wouldn't really be wrestling a full-time schedule now, I don't think. So this is another one from It's Ray Cash. Uh, it's a kind of the same thing. What would you do in the upcoming draft? Who would you send where? So with what we'll do is, we'll do a man-woman tag team. Who would you have on SmackDown? And who would you have on Raw? Ricky, I'll go with you first. Are we just moving them from Raw and SmackDown and that's it? Or from NXT to SmackDown or Raw? Um, so yeah, I'll steal the idea off you. I'd send the Viking Raiders back to NXT. No, we'll leave the NXT bar out. We'll just do the Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Because I wasn't one to take anyone from NXT. Um, let me see. 
just trying to think. I would send Sami Zayn to Raw. Because right. I quite want to see Sammy and KO. <laughs> You're kidding me At on. some point again. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to see them fight forever. Yes. Um, I would... I'm trying, just trying to think. I would put... I'd move Seamus and Cesaro to Raw and reunite yeah. the <laughs> yes please <laughs> and I guess I would take I need to take someone from Raw now don't I I'd probably put one Smackdown um, I would take um, let me see if there's a woman there at all I can think of um, I can't think who my third would be now. I'm just trying to think of anyone that's been been on Raw for too long or not been used as much. You've got no idea. Uh, no, I don't. That's, <laughs> no, no, that's uh, you're just getting too for me. Well, thanks for coming on tonight, Ricky. It's been much appreciated. You're welcome, Barry. Hi, how you doing, Rick? All right. Um, so I would, I would aim, aim pretty big. Um, probably, I'm contradicting what I said earlier because I said I enjoyed his character already. But um, I would change the Monday Night Messiah to the Friday Night Messiah. Mm. Send Seth Rollins to SmackDown, and um, who would Raw get in place for him? Well, can only be another big name. Probably wouldn't take him away from SmackDown. Duty Fox. Probably obviously asking for him, but I would put the fiend on Raw. Okay, just to mix it up a bit. Um, was it tag team again? Uh, what was it? Uh, again, was it? Right. Sorry, you cut out there. We're having quite a few Skype problems tonight, ladies and gents. I do. Did you say something? What? <laughs> Well, we just t- turn this off, then, eh? <laughs> <coughs> I can write it in the back of paper. <laughs> just send a picture of it. Yeah. So, what were you saying, the tag team there? I missed the whole tag team bit. Um, male tag team and female again, is it? Uh huh. So, you've went for. I'm just trying. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> You've went for Friday Night Messiah. You've went for Monday Night Fiend. Mm-hmm. What were the other ones, friend? No, so I didn't even get that far yet. What I was saying is... <laughs> right, we've been, say, right, we've been the Rick and Clive Wrestling Show. Buy some Manscaped. Good night. <sighs> well, let's just move on. I'll give you my picks. Ricky's disappeared. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, right, I'm still here. I'm, I'm just I'm putting you on mute because I don't want to keep coughing down the phone. All right. So yeah, go ahead. Right, I'll give you my picks. Okay. Yeah, sorry to cut you off, Barry, but there's Skype problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have 
I would move the Street Profits over to SmackDown because I feel as if the SmackDown tag team division has just been the same forever with the New Day and the Usos. So I would probably move the Usos to Raw. So would you take them, the Street Profits to take title with them then? Um, I, and they do that terrible thing where they just rebrand them without any proper info. Just colour the belt blue. <laughs> I like a pen, a felt tip pen. <laughs> so that I will think about the creatives so you've got the raw tag team champions that come over and they say they're the tag champs and we're not giving up the titles you've got Shinsuke and um, Cesaro you've got a unification match there and on raw you've got a tag team tournament so that's, a, that's not bad there you go R- Ricky you missed Barry's excellent booking for the money in the bank earlier you ready to hear this yeah, yeah, go ahead. So, Otis is going to give Mandy the briefcase, and Mandy will cash in the briefcase, and Otis is celebrating in the ring. Then Mandy low blows Otis, turning heel in the process with the title. Your thoughts? I mean, when you say it, so what are the he's cashing in on Roman then? No. No, the idea was it came from uh, Ricky that. Imagine Otis gives Mandy the, the, belt, uh, the money in the bank rather than cashing the sale. He, that was his idea. So I said, on top of that, he does that. She cashes in, wins the belt, and then after him doing all that, he uh, screws her. I don't uh, think it will happen because I doubt it will be able to, there'll be something that he can't just hand it over like that anyway. So. Probably. Um, I mean, let's be honest about it. Otis, Otis isn't winning money in the bank. <laughs> no. Like, I think that decision is becoming worse and worse as the weeks go along like I understand why they've done it and I didn't have such a problem with it as such but that decision is just looking less and less it's looking more and more daft as the, as the days go on especially with the title changes recently so mm. that's what we were saying earlier and, um, and Roman, Roman's not losing that title until the rest no. of the time so with my women pick I don't really know because I think that there's a lot of crossover with the women, especially when you've had Sasha, Sasha and Bailey, and tag team title matches all over the place. So it's hard to really differentiate what brand the women are on. Because I had to be reminded last week when Caleb was on that Sasha was actually on SmackDown. So I'm I'm not going to give you an answer for the women. I would put Kevin Owens on SmackDown. Now I know historically SmackDown's not really his been his friend but Raw hasn't really been his friend for a while either and there seems to be quite a bit of focus on Smackdown, might not be the A show but it's the Fox show so there's a lot of interesting matches he could have in the midcard there for sure, Matt Riddle Drew Gulak that's why he needs to go back to NXT aye just, it's not, I don't think it's going as well, I mean there's been things where he's not turning up for Raw of his own decision, which is fine He's obviously taking the health of his family and himself more and more seriously. But in terms of just what we're getting in the final product, it just seems like a bit of a sort of variety act at the moment. And I'd rather I miss a prize fighter. So, next question. This is from another DM that slid in here. Oh, this is a shocker, this one. This is from Real Danny Hodge. <laughs> <laughs> 
big obsession on this show with Danny Hodge. <laughs> uh, his question is, who better than Canyon? Mm. <laughs> Danny Hodge. <laughs> I thought it was the quickest answer you've given the night. <laughs> so, who better than Canyon? Uh, you? Raven? I don't I'd, I think uh, Canyon was underappreciated. He would have been an NXT trainer by now, I would imagine. Ricky, what's your who, answer? Canyon. Who sent? Who sent? Who sent this? Danny Hodge. You don't you remember when, when Triple H was at the top of his game in two thousand and five, and a ninety-five year old man. No, 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 no. I mean, who sent the question? Ricky. I told you, Danny Hodge sent it. Roman Reigns sent the other one, and Danny Hodge sent this one. Okay. Right. This guy doesn't know what kayfabe is if it hit him in the face. Listen, I'm not well. Well. Pardon me, sorry. I and the Skype's Just not appreciate well. Appreciate that I've come on. Well, and since you came on, the Skype's f- fucked off. Aye. That's not me. My my connection's good. Let's move on. Do you want to ask Josh's question? No, I don't mind. I was just wondering. I'll just, I'll just lie here. And other ones. I'll just lie here and you can do the work. No, remember you're the producer. Right, number four. <laughs> don't know why I said that. This has been a travesty tonight. Um, from Josh, uh, aka Youngboy, aka Lineal, Ricky and Clive, Quiz Time Champion. From keeping it strong still, only on the Social Suplex Podcast Network every Tuesday. What's exciting you guys about wrestling for the rest of 2020? I know you guys took some time off. Is there anything in WWE, NXT, AEW or New Japan that you're looking forward to? What's good? Ricky, your bae has asked a question. Um, I'm going to give an answer for each of the companies. Okay. WWE. Looking forward to seeing the whole Roman heel reign. I'm looking forward to seeing where that eventually leads to. I think a lot of us wanted to do Roman versus Big E, which I'd be fine with at WrestleMania. I, I like how the match panned out on Sunday with Roman coming down towards the end when both guys are just about done, signs a contract and just kind of picks up the PC and gets an easy win. Mm. Um, not a fan of the whole ring breaking again, though. Um, nah. NXT. Um, I'm looking forward to this Fatal 4 rematch. Oh, uh, God, that's I right. I would love it to be Finn Balor that gets the win. Um, and then to go to AEW. It probably won't happen this year, but when we find and we mentioned it when Caleb was on, when we finally get FTR versus Young Bucks, hell, even FTR versus um, Omega and Hangman is going to be fucking awesome. Um, in in New Japan, there was a show. Was it New Japan Strong? I think about ten, twelve days ago or something. Um, it was Kenta versus. David Finlay and the winner takes on Mox and I'm looking forward to I've not watched it as yet but Kenta versus Moxley is going to be good 
this is going to sound really, really this is going to sound really, really random. You know, one thing I'm really looking forward to when I get right back into the New Japan stuff is I can't fucking wait to see Jay White wrestle again. <laughs> I know that's. He was in. He was. He was in a tag match. Uh, like I say, like the t- uh, I think it was like the twentieth or something, twenty first. Um, it was taken on Flip Gordon and Brody King. I've not watched it, but I just can't wait to fucking watch Jay White again. I thoroughly enjoy him. And I don't know how this will go down. And I know Brock Lesnar's a free agent, and everyone goes, "Well, he's not going to go anywhere." But WWE. I would love to see him in New Japan again. I think that could be quite fun. Aye. I, th- I, th- I think we might see a slightly different Brock Lesnar. Uh, yeah, I think there's some fun matches that they can have there. Just it would be interesting to see how that goes. See the Finn Balor, is that your prediction? Because that was another question from Rance. Is that your prediction? Because for full disclosure... Obviously, this podcast drops on a Wednesday, but we're recording this the night before. So, do you think Finn's going to win? Yeah, I'll go Finn. I don't think it'll be Adam Cole, definitely. What would you do with the other three afterwards? Um, I wouldn't mind seeing... Maybe Cole back in some tag team action or drop Cole down towards um, uh, the North American title scene for a little bit. Champa, mm-hmm. uh, just have him start losing his mind again. Oh, just, he's on his way know, there. He's he is, he's way. on his way. Just going full cycle mode Champa again. Uh, and I wouldn't mind eventually seeing Champa versus Finn and then you could get Champa versus Cross when he comes back and it'd be like a different kind of Champa uh, and with Gargano <laughs> just don't give me Gargano Champa again I don't want that um, first out of the gate you could go Finn Bauer versus Gargano as well but that could be the first title feud for Finn if he wins it mm-hmm. Um and I don't want to see any of these guys moving up to quote unquote the main roster like fuck that. I just keep them with keep them where they are. Yep. Well, it comes as no surprise to anyone that my prediction is for Tommaso Ciampa to win. For anyone who paid attention, he lost his marbles again on Wednesday, turning heel, destroying Jake Atlas with a devastating draping DDT off the stretcher. Might I add? And Champa likes to pat himself on the back when he does something heinous, but he just sat on the apron and didn't pat himself on the back. So that tells me he'll only congratulate himself once again when he's got Goldie back in his possession. And that's why, well, not only why, it's just because I'm a stan for Champa, but I think Champa's going to win. And then he'll pat himself on the back. As for Adam Cole, eh... See, it's kind of hard because you've got Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano have tangled horns too many times last year. So probably Adam Cole and Finn Balor going forward. Uh, Champa, get one of the younger guys, even if it's, you know, Damien Priest or Bronson Reed, one of the younger new new gentlemen. Johnny Gargano, uh, he can go away for a wee while. <laughs> I wouldn't miss him terribly. 
Maybe he can go up to Raw Smackdown <laughs> and end up it's on main event. As, so the thing that I'm looking forward to the most would definitely, I don't know if it's been confirmed, but war games, I need more war games action. And I don't know how they would do that if they would in this current climate, the Thunderdome and all that stuff. But it's very quickly become my favourite time of the wrestling calendar. So that's my answer for that. Barry, what are you looking forward to most for the coming, the rest of the year? <clears throat> well, I hope that we're out of the sort of doldrums from the last few months there, um, from the PC stuff. Um, obviously, the main one would be to see how the Roman Reigns Paul Heyman alliance plays out. Um, really interesting to see the Roman heel turn coming eventually. So that'll be interesting. Um, looking forward to see how uh, Keith Lee evolves. Now that he's in the main roster, yes, um, that'll be very interesting to see how far his character can go and what plans they have for him early on. Hopefully, he's not rushed into it too much so that we we don't we don't overdo him. You know, by the time the end of the year's up, we think he's done everything. So hopefully, they can spread out pretty well. I'm pretty sure they'll have a a long term uh, ambition for him, as I believe Vinny Mark is very high on him. Um, I suppose I'm always looking forward to a time of the year enjoys Survivor Series. It'd be interesting to see how they'll do that this year. As I did thoroughly enjoy the concept last year, even though it it could have potentially been a a massive flop, but I actually didn't mind it. So it was an idea I had a few few years back, thinking it would be interesting to do something like that, but I was just never sure how it would work. Um, I suppose it'd be interesting to see what and who would be the next call-up from NXT, I suppose. Um... And just hopefully they do the right things with them. So many have come up and have flopped after what looked like promising starts for them. So um, mainly, though, uh, one thing we've missed out is that I would hope to see the fans back within the year as well in some sort of concept. So it'd be good if we could get fans filling arenas again. I'm sure we're all looking forward to that in every major sporting event. So uh-huh. um, that would be the, the main thing for me. And as not a big fan of NXT as you know uh, not for not that I don't like it just I don't really find the time to see it so I'm actually really looking forward to this Fatal 4 way as well um, I've seen it advertised and instantly stopped everything I was doing and <laughs> flung myself up in the air I'm excited um, so it's the four main characters that you know push me towards watching that on a, a weekly basis um, and an Iron Man match as well so I nah, we'll definitely find the time this week um, so hit me up as to where I'll be able to catch it early on because I know when does BT show up? They show up live now. I don't know, but I, I might know a guy who knows a guy, Barry, to help you with that. BT, no, BT definitely have a show live. BT, sh- all right, cool. Okay, well, well I wouldn't be watching it live anyway. At least I can see it that next day on BT. I wasn't sure if it's like a couple uh-huh. of days or whatever. Uh, no, no. Aye. And the thing with BT is, it's like so that would be an interesting match on the app to see it first thing in the morning as well. Right. All right. All right. Well, that's what I watch on the app anyway. Mm-hmm. Now we've got two questions left, but I'm going to keep oh. one of them for a uh, another occasion. This is the last one from Rance. I thought this would actually be a quite good podcast episode. Now we've been doing this fantasy pay per view thing. Uh, make your perfect wrestler by picking someone from the following categories: look, mic skills, in ring ability character work in it factor so that would be quite a good thing to just discuss in general one week, Do, would you guys agree with that? Absolutely, yep yeah. mm-hmm. Have our own re-ranking yeah, I would leave that for yep. 
I take it you've answered um, Sam's question. We did, yes. What did you say, Moxley? Uh, no, I said Rollins. Oh, okay. Pure bias, though. Pure bias. Yeah. But at the same time, I understand entirely why Moxley won the PWI 500. Yeah, I would say it's Mox. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's what I say to Sam who's done a poll and I said it's Mox but Seth's had a damn good year but ask me again towards the end of the year So because Roman's obviously been missing for like half the year or more than half um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with that but mm. definitely Mox but until I say the next few months will be interesting Yes, I don't think even with the shock thing that's happened I don't think there's enough time for Roman to cement himself as the best out of the three <laughs> No, definitely not. Not at this stage. Not at this stage. No, especially if he's going to go down the road that he did at payback and just be a, a chicken shit heel as well. Here's the thing: I don't think they will do him like that. I think what yeah, it could be portrayed as being chicken shit, but it was also portrayed as well. Somebody actually finally read a contract and used his head kind of thing. But I think he'll be more like Brock, where. Yeah, I'm a piece of shit, I'm I'm a bad guy, etc. Blah blah blah, I'm a heel. But I'm still this absolute machine that I don't back down from anyone and I never run away. So I don't see them doing that whole chicken shit heel thing. I, I just don't think that'll work. Uh-huh. Like it's already there. Big guy, like strong, great wrestler, you know, like you don't need to do that. Like don't don't do that. Just let him go out and wrestle and just absolutely obliterate people. I would agree with that. I don't think he'll be a chicken shit either. I think he'll be the sort of a Brock Lesnar type character as well. Um, hopefully he's in a full-time role again, so it'll be like having a full-time Brock, basically. That's what I think we're going to get. It's interesting going Aye. forward. Definitely, it's, it's a very new wrinkle to the Roman Reigns saga. Excellent stuff. Right, this last one <laughs> is from at McMahon Linda. In the DMs, it said, I know he listens to your show. Can you please tell Vince to stop leaving the Vaseline out on the decking in this heat? His pubes are melting down into the bottom of the tub. (sighs) Speaking of pubes, ladies and gentlemen, um, (laughs) (laughs) hold on, I get this up. Oi! No! This, how we've been doing the worst pay-per-view ever? Mm-hmm. Well, this has been the worst podcast ever. I can't, I can't, um, I can't account for what people send into the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of pubes, I want to tell you about Manscaped and how they've redesigned the electric trimmer. And I also want to tell you how if you buy something from manscaped.com, you will be able to watch if you do it quickly and send us proof of purchase. Buy proof of purchase, Rob Ropes, I mean a screenshot of your receipt, not a screenshot of your shaven balls. Okay, thank you. Uh, The Manscaped engineering team have spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released a new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Their third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin-safe technology. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. 
When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. This battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The water resistant technology allows you to groom in the shower. One of the coolest features is the LED light which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 revs per minute motor with quiet stroke technology. <laughs> that gets me every time. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show you're more off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. If you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it first hand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours and get 20% off plus free shipping with whatever you buy at themanscape.com if you use this social suplex no if you use the code suplex at the checkout area so if you do that if you use suplex at the checkout area in the code at manscaped.com with your product send a screenshot of your receipt to social suplex at gmail.com before the weekend you will get courtesy of social suplex a free login details on fight tv for all Elite Wrestling's all out on September the 5th of September. This weekend. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so that's manscaped.com, 20% off. Um, send us your proof of your receipt and you can watch all out for free, courtesy of Social Suplex. Will we put ourselves out of misery and get a quiz done, ladies and gents? Yes, please. It's fucking quiz time with Ricky and Clive and friends. A fucking WWE quiz. Right. I hadn't intended you to be on tonight, Ricky, so you might know some of the questions for this one. But it's going to be one of those ones where it's an acronym of a wrestler's full name, right? So what I mean by that is sort of like I'll I'll use an example. I'll say to you S C S A, and what would you say? Stone Cold. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yep. Right. So that's what it's going to be. So it's going to be their sort of nickname or their their stage moniker, all that stuff. Mm. Okay. Right. Barry, can you bless us with your buzzer, please? It's me. It's me. It's B A Z. <laughs> Ricky. I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. Okay. First question, there are ten. Where is it? Oh, my word. I'm having a mayor tonight, ladies and gents. Absolute mayor. Right. Number one, J-T-A-N for November. J-T-A-N. Yeah, I spit in the face of people who want to be cool. Ricky? Jim the Anvil. Correct. Number two. D T R J. I spit in the face of people who want to be cool. Ricky? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh huh. Number three, G T H V. G? Did you say G? Ah, uh-huh, so Golf Tango Hotel Violet. G 
GTAV was it? GTHV. GTHV. Oh yeah, I've got yeah. Uh, it's me. It's me. It's B A Z. Right. Greg the Hammer Valentine. Correct. Number four. T B M M. T B M M. I'll give you a clue. This nickname for this person is currently being used for someone on SmackDown. TBMM. <laughs> you, Barry, you look as if you're actually not planning on answering. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm loving them and I'm sitting on my sofa and I'm cosy. <laughs> Uh, no, I was, I was going off. I was actually thought it was. I thought you'd actually done the big boss man at first. That's what I was thinking. But it's TBMM. So mm-hmm. um, I don't want to say what I think the first bit is. And it'll probably get. Uh, obviously, then Ricky would probably get it from there. So uh, give up. No, I don't know. Ricky. No, I have no idea. It was the blueprint, Matt Morgan. Oh, oh right. uh, th- Oh, I nearly said something there. Right, number five. TBDRR. TBDRR. Uh-huh. It's me, it's me, it's me, it's me. Barrett. The big dog, Roman Reigns. Correct. <laughs> The big dog, Michael Cole with his Roman Reigns Tourette's, just say the big dog all the time. Big dog. That's two each. Uh, number six, uh, five, six, number. Oh my god, just turn the fucking thing off right now. <laughs> number whatever. TMBL. TMBL. Is it all WWE by the way? Yeah. There's one that isn't. This is it. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. I was thinking thingy because that's what I thought it was. Um, which is which looked after his name in EW now? Is that or something? It's not no. that. Barry Levetti. <laughs> What was that again, sorry? TMBL. Something, something, Big Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> Want a clue? Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Think of a Johnny, Johnny Cash song. Hmm? Think of a Johnny Cash song. I fucking can't. Did you just call me a cunt? I said I fucking can't. Johnny Cash. Ring of Fire. 
this, this person quoted it quite a few times. T-M-B-L. And the last clue is the T is the. Ah. No idea. TMPL. I might have gone blank. Do you give up? Yes, the. The. No. <laughs> I can't think at all. No, I'm ashamed. Give up. Oh, well. You'll be kicking yourselves, gentlemen. The man, Becky Lynch. Oh. Number seven. This is a tag team. TBB. TBB. Well, there could be a few TBB tag teams. <laughs> what is it? Not, doesn't it be? That is, uh, um, I'm just going to go with these ones anyway because this is the only tag team I can kind of hit first anyway. So it's me, it's me, it's BAZ. If it's an old school classic 90s one, it's the Beverly Brothers. <laughs> That's the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 3 2, I believe. Uh, right, this one's from TNA. TMA. <laughs> so. Tango, Mike, Alpha. I wonder if anyone from home's got these like straight away and they're just pressing fast forward. Screaming, screaming answers. T M A. Yep. Want a clue? Yeah, what oh, aye. Uh, currently or recently appeared on SmackDown. Oh, I've spit in the face if we don't want the show. Mickey? The Monster Abyss. Correct. No. Oh. Oh. Uh, glasses backstage there. Aye. The guy that looks like the magician. <laughs> right, number nine. Now, I'll give you a clue straight away with this one. Right. M-M-S-R M-M Macho Man Randy Sutton No it's not M-M-S-R Macho Man Savage Randy <laughs> That gives it a whole new meaning doesn't it? <laughs> it sounds like a porn name M-M-S-R right, The clue is this person is still with the company, but that is not what their name is right now. Right. But the, this specific character is very old. MMSR. And I might even give you another clue after it. Yes. No, I can't think. So, 
What's your other clue? The other clue is this person is an authority figure currently. Authority figures that we're seeing. Like an on screen authority figure. Mm hmm. So this guy just appears in SmackDown now. It's got to know where this baldy fella. No, no, that's Adam, that Adam Pierce guy. Uh, his, his face rings a bell. He looks like he could have been somebody in the past. <laughs> I think he was, but I can't remember what. M-M-S-O. Boston. <laughs> <laughs> the Boston Strangler. <laughs> Do you give up? I can't even think at all. I'm, yeah. I, can't, I can't think of any authority figures. It. Right, I'll just tell you the answer then, eh? Mm-hmm. Yep. Man's man, Stephen Regal. Oh, see if you said Stevie Richards there. That's what my guess is going to be. Is it? Do you remember the I man's man? That's right. Lumberjack stuff. I've got a feeling, right, so it's uh, three each. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, well, I'm afraid it might, I'm no offence, Ricky, but it might be Barry that gets this one first. If you, if All right, you. excellent. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> right, last one. M O T B D. Was it because it was man issues that NJ thought I was going to get it? Uh, no. M O T D. What was it? M O T B D. M O T B D. So Mike, Oscar, Tango, Bravo, Delta. And I don't know. Nobody might, no one might get this. (laughs) (laughs) Just saw your tweet there, your text, Ricky. I think we might need a clue here. M O. TBD. Oh, right. The BD. Match of the bloody day. <laughs> <laughs> the three last letters are a tag team name. I don't I don't know can't be well I don't, if you're saying tag team I think I know that bit but I don't know what the MO bit is before it is right. it's probably wrong but it's only tag team that's coming to my head anyway it's another old school right. <clears throat> well what's your what's your guess well the TBD bit did it buzz in for that is, is that an actual guess I <clears throat> Well, that would make ruin it, and Ricky might know the rest of it. Uh, They'll lose it, and then 
I lose the plot and <laughs> TBD tag well, team. I'm probably wrong anyway because I don't know what the whole bit is before it. So I'll go anyway. My guessing was it's me, it's me, it's BSE. The TBD bit was the body donors. <laughs> <laughs> right, so who do you say is in the body donors? It was Skip and Zip as far as I was aware. <laughs> I know, but you kept saying so like, you, you used to imagine that someone else was in them as well. Skip, Zip. Is that that? <laughs> right, I'll give you another clue then. Sean Stasiak. <laughs> Meat. Hi. It's me, it's me, it's BSE. Meat of the body donors. There you go. <laughs> oh. Oh, I forgot all that. Cool. Sorry, Ricky. That was a very skewed ending to that one. That's all right. Screwed. Screwed like a meat screwer. Right, anything you want to plug, Barry, before we end this miserable hour and change? Uh, aye. Um, the last time I was on was like a good few weeks ago now, so I'd like to just um, say a special thanks to Podfather Mags for following us on Twitter and also for voting for us on that pay per view, which is good. So a big shout out to you, my friend. Mags is a great guy. That's a. Uh, that, that's Darren I was talking about earlier. All right, right, cool, okay, no worries. Uh, he's a good lad. We're, we're big fans of him here at Ricky and Clive Studios. Mm-hmm. So, spe- can imagine. Speaking of your Twitter account, <laughs> speaking of Twitter, what's your account, Barry? At BazD86. Uh, thanks for that. We are at Ricky and Clive on the Twitter. We are also on the Western Square Circle Facebook group check us out in there I know I'm doing this backwards but this has been one of those episodes tonight um, we are the Ricky and Clive wrestling show what is going on with me tonight <laughs> we, are the, new host. Right, we are the Ricky and Clive wrestling show part of the social suplex podcast network where you can find other shows such as One Nation Radio keeping it strong still grown men watch this shit the greatest match generator which has taken over from get it in the ring 8-Bit Suplex Podcast All Things Elite um, Go to the podcast app of your choice preferably iTunes and or Apple Podcasts and give us 5 stars to help out with the algorithms You can go to socialsuplex.com and check out the podcasts there as well as the columns and you can get them sent directly to your email inbox, what are you laughing at? If you press, oh, if you press subscribe um, Don't forget, if you want to donate to the show there's, click the links in the show notes if you want to get us a t-shirt of our, our faces or our podcast logos go to the social suplex page on prowrestlingtees.net and if you want to be one of the lucky ones who gets all out for free this Saturday then buy something from manscapes.com you'll get 20% off and free shipping and a chance to get all out for free if you use the co- promo code suplex and if you take a screenshot of your receipt <sighs> That's it. I don't care if there's anything else. I don't think there is. Next week, folks, we'll come back. We'll, we'll be better. Aye, because I won't be hosting it. That's why. <laughs> That's why we'll be better, folks. 
You'll still be here to do the editing and, and recording and uploading, though, won't you? See the smug fucking look in this man's face right now? <laughs> it's because me and Barry both know we're going to put the phones down and then that's it. But meanwhile, you still have like another half hour, 45 minutes or whatever it is of editing and uploading, etc. Oh, aye. And I'll be... Yep. You know what I mean, sir? Well... The joke's on you because I forgot to press record at the start of this episode. (laughs) 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 That's good because it's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I really should delete it. Uh, If you want, if you run a podcast online seminar, put this as your thing for people not to aspire to because this has been dreadful tonight. I think there's been some good conversation, but I have held things together as well as a piece of old blue tack okay Barry thanks for coming on tonight you're welcome thanks for having us guys Ricky thanks for ruining my night no problem happy to oblige aye very much so right thanks for listening and we'll speak to you next week enjoy all out ladies and gents enjoy all out take care Good night. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Podcast. We'll see you next time. See you next time.